and unbreakable brand stands the test of time, builds your momentum in business, and paves the way for profit and prestige. An unbreakable brand rises above the sea of sameness. Welcome to the Unbreakable Brands podcast, exclusively for business owners and CEOs ready to be rock solidly seen because blending is boring. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, the founder and CEO of a six-figure strategic brand agency. Here's the thing. Businesses can be easily broken, but a brand can be both cutting edge and enduring. No compromises necessary. In this podcast, you'll hear the top strategies used by unbreakable brands that create massive momentum to scale, plus the driving forces behind their creators and founders. Let's begin. Oh, we could, we could fly. Hello, everyone. Let's talk everything branding and more accurately, your brand. If you previously invested in a photographer, website, or branding, and you have not seen an ROI, you haven't seen a return on your investment, you are likely not the problem. Your order of operations is likely the problem. And that's what we're going to talk about today, including how you can fix it. If you're cultivating your brand, you've likely been hit with all the things in the the online world, in the brick and mortar world. You've been hit with things like brand photos, new website, compelling copy for everything from your website to your emails. On top of that, that's email marketing, everything branding. The list just goes on. And the fact is, if you want to get the best ROI on any or all of these, you need to first understand that there is an order of operations to everything branding, a process. So anytime you need to rebrand or pivot your company, you need to come back to this order of operations. And it's going to help you see the most return on your investment if you follow it. Okay, but before I dive into that process, I want to quickly touch on the idea of a rebrand, like what the heck is it and do I actually need one? Yes, at some point, most businesses are going to need a rebrand, especially if you're a business who is scaling and growing. But here's some examples. If you've drastically grown, which I just said, right, if you DIY'd everything, because let's be honest, I can always tell and most people can tell. If you want to pivot and you're changing your targets in your business, then it's likely time for a rebrand or at least a strategy to shift the perceptions of your brand, right? So those are the big the big three for needing a rebrand. And a rebrand just looks like your business getting to that point where all of those touch points need to shift and grow with your brand, right? This can be one or two things. Maybe you just need fresh copy, or it can literally be the whole brand spanking new makeover. See what I did there? If you want to do everything branding right and get it to look good, but more importantly, feeling good, aka aligned, then you need to follow a specific order of operations and you will see a much better ROI, providing you also did your part of taking action with the brand. So let's dive into that, the order of operations. The process always starts with a brand strategist. And my only caveat to to that is if you need extra clarity, as in you're not sure what's not working or you want to restructure your offer suite, then you would invest in a business coach or mentor of some kind, one who actually values your brand, 
<laughs> and whose brand is solid as well, just because they can provide that insight, that outside perspective of your business before you dive into, you know, the rebrand and all of that stuff, because you do want to have clarity or at least some sort of vision for the direction before diving in, right? So that's where a business coach can come in. As a brand strategist myself, I do help in these areas, but I would say if you you have absolutely no idea, you don't know what's not working for you, or you know you need a full restructure, then that's where you turn into your business coach first, because I love the saying, like, you are kind of like a fine bottle of wine, right? Like, you know you taste good, you know you're amazing, but you're inside the bottle and you can't really actually see <laughs> like the label, right? And that's what you want to get down. That's what you want to get right. And a business coach can give you a little bit of clarity, can start to paint the picture. And then the brand strategist and branding comes in and makes it like chef's kiss fabulous. So that's my little example. So let's say you've done that. You feel really clear. You know where you're going. Here's the flow. First things first, brand strategy. This is essentially your what. This defines your business, what you promise, your messaging, how you profit, and it's really the backbone. If you don't have this in place, you're literally pulling things out of thin air. You're pulling things out of trends, out of what your favorite your favorites are, like your favorite color, and there's nothing really intentional or meaningful behind it. And I think this is a really important point of when I say you you pulling things out of thin air and you might say, no, I'm going with my gut or I'm going with what I like, but a brand strategy is there to specifically align your business with your target market, right? And sometimes even if your favorite color is yellow, it's not your target market's favorite color or it's not going to have the right color psychology to actually speak to them. So going with your favorites or what you kind of like just saw one day on Pinterest and really liked might not be perfect for your business. And if you're going to do a rebrand and invest all of this, you might as well get it right from the very start and have brand strategy to make sure it's all intentionally aligned. I am so passionate about making sure everything visual has a meaning, right? It has a backing. It's not just out there because. And that's what brand strategy does. And on top of that, it also helps you with like defining your voice. Like how are you going to sound? What are words and phrases you should use and shouldn't use? What's your messaging? What's your promise? Like what are you consistently promising in this rebrand? All of that is so important. And then you can move to the second phase in this order of operations, which is the phase that most people just jump right into. And that's branding, right? But you can move into that with so much clarity, intention, alignment and strategy that that part ends up serving you for the long term rather than for the short term and ends up serving you to get you towards your growth, right? Because that's why you're doing this, or at least for most people, that's why you're doing this. Okay, so it's important. It's essential. You do your brand strategy. 
If you choose to work with my agency, we always do brand strategy no matter what package we're going with. That comes first, period, and then that informs the branding. And the branding is the sexy part, right? The branding are your logos, you know, which is should be a full mark suite so you have different versions of your logos. It's your stock photos, it's your imagery, it's all of those pieces that you see on Pinterest that you're like, oh my God, I love it. It's your font system, all of that. So that's the fun, sexy part, right? That's the part that people jump into, but when they jump into it, not informed or not intentional or having any sort of strategy for the direction of their business, it oftentimes will fall flat or end up, you know, having to be changed sooner rather than later, which is something we really don't want (laughs) at all. But if you back it up, it's going to be amazing. So to recap, number one is brand strategy. Number two is branding. And then you do brand photos. This is what I, this is another mistake I actually see all the time is people just jumping straight into brand photos, completely skipping a business coach if they need it, completely skipping brand strategy and branding. And they're like, I just need brand photos because I need to put them online because I need to have them on social media. And they kind of get caught up in that world of like making reels and posting content that lasts 24 hours. And that's just really a big mistake, right, for building your brand, for cultivating your brand. Because not only is it you know, kind of a vapid, rapid decision to just jump into brand photos. But then let's say afterwards, you're like, okay, now I'm ready for branding. But your brand designer is going to have to try and fit these photos into some box. Like maybe you didn't use the right colors or the locations wrong, or it's just not the right feel. But now their creative energy is like seriously stunted in serving you (laughs) because they're having to work with the photos you already took and try and like haphazardly build it based on what you had done in your photo shoot. So if you went and jumped into brand photos before the other things and you're trying to make them work, know that you might need to just redo a photo shoot that is informed by your strategy and your branding that is informed so that everything flows and is cohesive, right? Building something cohesive doesn't happen by accident and it doesn't happen by necessarily forcing like some pictures you took three months ago because you liked them into your new brand. So that's an important thing to keep in mind and be open to is that that needs to shift. And then through my agency, typically we will offer a photo style guide and connect with your photographer so that they can know your color palette and we can inform like what you should be wearing, like what are the clothes that you're wearing. I can connect you with a personal stylist if you want to go to that level. What's the location? What is that look like? What are the poses versus the lighting and the mood? And we make sure all of that aligns with your brand strategy and your branding so that those photos are going to serve you for a very long time. And so that when you're ready to do new photos, you have a solid path and strategy and you know you know exactly what you're doing. And I have worked with so many brand photographers who come to me afterwards and are like, thank you so much because we had a serious direction and I literally wasn't just having to make it up as I was going. And I was like, absolutely. Now these are going to serve them for the long term, right? Which is the whole point of things. Okay. So that's number three in your 
overall flow order of operations. Number four is your copywriting and website strategy. And this overlaps with UI UX, like it always overlaps. And typically website strategy and copywriting are done with your copywriter. My agency partners with incredible copywriters to make sure that those are connected with the ideal client. But for you, you might, you know, work with someone that you bring in, as long as they are communicating again with your brand strategist and brand designer, then it should all flow really well. But pausing to do this is really important. A lot of clients think that they can write their own copy, and sometimes they can. If you're a copywriter, if you're a writer, you have a journalism background, something like that, sometimes you can. Sometimes it can serve you for where you're at currently. But I find a lot of clients really struggle to not only get the copywriting down to be compelling, to be interesting, to keep people on the page, but to also have all of the knowledge that it requires to write copy. That's all of those things, but also helps you get found on Google, right? That SEO component is part of copywriting. When you're like, wow, I'm not, how am I, how are people found on Google? Like, how am I going to get there? It's by taking the time to do your copyright, but making sure it's infused with SEO and not necessarily just skipping over that because it's cheaper or because you don't really want to spend the time on it. SEO takes time. So you have to be able to spend the time and money on it initially and then sit back and watch it work. And the website strategy part of it is also important. That goes along with copywriting. So for example, through my agency, we set up a sitemap. We make sure the sitemap is approved. We talk about customer journey, customer flow, like what are the three simple steps to working with you? How are people making a custom order? All of that is part of your website strategy. And that gets packaged up and sent to the copywriter, who then usually also have clarity call to go over that, solidify it touch on the messaging that was established in your brand strategy and build you copy that is compelling, like I said, has SEO, like I said, but also make sure that you are guiding, intentionally guiding everyone who lands on your site or who lands on your social media page, any of those touch points, right? That's what the words are going to do. The visuals draw them in, shape their thoughts and feelings, and then the copywriting keeps them there and helps them with that final decision to actually buy. So it's a really, really important step. And that's step number four in your order of operations. And you can see how just picking one of these things might serve you in a small way, but then looking at the, like zooming out, looking at the big picture, you're also doing your brand a long-term disservice by not following this and just like picking and piecemealing because it's not going to fit together in this really seamless. So it's just important. I don't know how else to say that. But if you want to see those massive changes, that massive ROI, like I was talking about in a previous episode where my client was able to make a 40K launch within two weeks of launching her new brand, that happened out of you know, strategic planning, patience, and making sure to follow this order of operations. Typically, if you're like, well, what the heck does that even like look like? Well, you would jump into your brand strategy and branding, and then you would jump into your brand photos and copy, sometimes at the same time, like you could start your copywriting, you can schedule your brand photo shoot, you can have all that rolling, and then you can jump into your website. So once copy's done, 
photos are delivered, you have all those brand assets, you're ready to jump into website design. And website design can be broken into two components, which this gets a little bit into nitty gritty, but website design and website development are different. And agencies like my own, you don't necessarily need to differentiate them, but it's important that you know how it works. So typically you'll build out the website design as like a mock-up or a wireframe in Adobe XD, which just means you get to see the full page layout. You get to see how all of these pieces come together and are brought to life in an overall journey and experience for your clients or customers and approve it and make sure it looks good and it's how you want, right? And then the development part is where we're taking those mock-ups and designs and actually developing them on whatever platform you chose to develop your site on, whether that's Shopify, whether that's Squarespace or Showit or WordPress, all of which I work with regularly. The development stage is where that's all coming to life. Things are being integrated, like your email marketing platforms brought in. If you're selling products, we're making sure that your checkout works, all of that. So that's the website design slash development, and it's broken down into two parts. I would just call it part A and B. It's really all together. And once that's done, that's when you get to jump into launch planning and then the launch. I always encourage anyone I'm talking to to just take a minute towards the end of your website design development of thinking about, okay, I'm ready to launch. What's my launch going to look like? For my clients, I provide them a launch calendar so they know different ideas of what to share on social, how to tease a potential upcoming rebrand. And then we discuss like, some options for building excitement and interest when they're bringing it to their new market. This is especially important if you're pivoting, like pivoting who you're targeting. It's especially important to really take a second and do some launch planning. And you can certainly bring in a marketing expert here if you'd like to, but I think that there is enough support also working with an agency web designer for that launch, especially one that runs like mine, that you can also do it effectively through them as well. So take a second to plan your launch because you really do want to tease, build excitement, make sure it's clear like why you're doing this, who you're targeting, make sure you're bringing those people into your circle so it's not just going to fall flat. And that's one of the pieces that I was talking about earlier when I was saying as long as you're doing your part in taking action, this is one of those action taking pieces that's really, really important, right? It's the launch planning phase. And then you launch and it's very exciting. And by following this flow, when you launch, you're going to create momentum. Like you will for sure create momentum and that leads to success overall. And definitely when you're creating that momentum for yourself, it's also important to remember to keep it going. So let's say you have a successful launch, you sign on new clients or you sell out of all of your product. It's important that you continue that momentum, continue to nurture what you've just built and not just ghost right? I've seen this a lot. People launch, they share, it's incredible, huge success, big numbers. But then replicating that is like a non-sustainable thing for them because they're not either taking the action or they skipped one of those above steps, like the strategy or the business coach, which helps with maintaining that action, right? And that's super, super important. So that's your flow. 
that's your full order of operations. And if you want to see an actual like list of this or itemized list and you're listening right now, you can always pop over to unbreakablebrands.com and I have a post with every episode so that you can see the full breakdown of it in writing because that might be helpful as you're considering this for your business. Now, that brings me to the big question when if you're considering this, you might be asking yourself like, okay, well, does this actually apply to me? Like, can't I just skip some of it? Let me answer this. If you're wondering how it applies to you, but you've listened this far, then it probably does. Probably does. But here are some key indicators that you didn't follow the order of operations and didn't see an ROI and are still... Number one, telling yourself you needed a new website. Number two, you're saying you're embarrassed by your visuals. Number three, you're telling yourself, I don't know if everything looks good on social media. I have brand photos. Now what? Right? Those are all indications that something happened with your brand and you probably need a rebrand or to go back and look at this list of things and see where you kind of fell off the wagon with order of operations. Or the other thing that often happens is that your company is making a pivot and has seen a massive growth. Maybe you're moving from solopreneur to agency. You're changing the type of clientele you serve. You're changing a major offer. All of those things mean you're automatically going to reconsider your brand and everything branding in some way and should follow that flow as you review your brand. And I can't answer it specifically for you as a person right this second, but that's definitely a conversation to have if you're considering it with the brand strategist or agency or business coach at that first step and say, okay, what parts of this flow are really important or do I need to do the whole thing again? Like, where am I at? Because in some cases, maybe you've done the top three and you just need to tweak a couple of things. Like tweaking is possible, but usually it doesn't lead to the full transformation and effect that you want. So I just want you to keep that in mind. Piecemealing is never going to serve you as well as being willing to be in it for the full investment and therefore the full transformation. And that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Brands podcast. I would love to hear from you as you forge forward, not just as a business, but as a rock solid brand on your entrepreneurial journey. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Unbreakable Brands pod to continue the conversation. If you're a business owner and you're ready to increase your business visibility by creating and cultivating a legacy brand, reach out to my brand agency at Bethany Works Design or fill out my inquiry form on bethanyworks.com. As always, I am rooting for you. I would like to take a moment to thank my team who provides incredible support on our path to building and educating on unbreakable brands. Editing and production of our podcast is made possible by Kate Howard at Amplify Boutique. You can visit unbreakablebrands.com to view all the episodes or pop over to bethanyworks.com to check out my brand and web design agency. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, signing off until next time.